I'll start with prayer. So please join me in prayer. Um, Father God, we thank you for just this morning, Lord, where um, you've allowed us to just really come together and come before you and just really be able to share your word together, Lord. Um, The passage that we'll be going over this morning is one that is heavy and it's a good reminder to all of us that, yes, we deny you daily and we choose our sin over you daily. Um, And there are so many moments in a day where we deny you more than we um, accept and live for you. Um, But Lord, you're still good and you're still faithful and you're still um, Alpha and Omega and you're still in control. And so you have a way with redeeming every broken thought, every broken um, perception, every broken um, sin, every broken act. You redeem all of it for your good. So thank you, Lord, for being a redeemer. Um, I pray that you would touch the hearts of all of us this morning as well. Um, thank you, Lord. Um, love you and pray all this in your son's name. Um, all right. So um, today we're going to start with the Bible passage, um, Mark chapters 14, verse 66 to 72. I know many of you are still snoozing in bed, so I will happily read it for all of us. Okay. And I like to read in ESV, so if you're following along, I'm reading in ESV as well. And as Peter was below in the courtyard, one of the servant girls of the high priest came. And seeing Peter warming himself, she looked at him and said, You also were with the Nazarene Jesus. But he denied it, saying, I neither know nor understand what you mean. And he went out into the getaway gateway, and the rooster crowed. And the servant girl saw him and began again to say to the bystanders, this man is one of them. But again, he denied it. And after a while, a little while, the bystanders again said to Peter, certainly you are one of them for you are a Galilean. But he began to invoke a curse on himself and to swear, I do not know this man of whom you speak. And immediately the rooster crowed a second time. And Peter remembered how Jesus had said to him, Before the rooster crows twice, you will deny me three times. And he broke down and wept. Uh, I know this is a very famous passage that a lot of pastors have preached on denial with. um, But that is actually not what I would like to focus on today. Um, Maybe it's because I'm not a pastor. (laughs) So today I want to start off by saying... I'm sorry, I have really bad allergies. Um, I put myself in Peter's shoes, and I would like everyone here um, to also put yourself in Peter's shoes and really ask yourself, um, would you have responded any different? And I think very few could confidently be able to say that they would have responded differently from Peter because Peter acted out of fear and his fear triumphed his faith when it should have been the opposite. He was so scared that when you think about it, he was denying Jesus to not even like a priest, not even to 
a person, but a person of high power, but he was denying Jesus to a servant girl. And isn't it crazy how Peter, one of the first disciples called by Jesus, who also was one of the first that confessed in Mark chapter 16, verse 16, you're the Christ, the son of the living God. So Peter was very special and dear to God, but also denied him three times. This morning, I don't want to dwell on denial because we all have denied and fallen short of loving the Lord with all our hearts. But I wanted to talk about failure. Ultimately, the story is a story of Peter failing to defend his faith and his security was more on earthly protection than kingdom righteousness. So I have a story about when I was applying to teaching jobs. For those of you that don't know, I used to be a teacher. I'm now uh, working in tech. But when I was applying to teaching jobs, I really really prayed and really sought out where God wanted to place me because if I moved back to Dallas, I knew what comes with moving back to Dallas is living with my parents. And if those of you that don't know, I have a very broken relationship with my parents. And I would say it's very unhealthy. And moving back to living with them was my greatest fear um, and my probably the greatest, just if I like my world would end if I had to live with my parents again was how I viewed um, living with them after I graduated and was looking for a job. And then Austin was where I saw freedom and Austin where I went to college was also a place that I took a lot of refuge in and grew a lot in. So I almost saw it as as like a safe haven. So when I was applying to jobs, I applied to Austin and I applied to Dallas. And long story short, a lot of people at the church I was going to in Austin also prayed that I would get a job in Austin because they were establishing a young adult community and they wanted me to partake in it and potentially lead a house church for the young adult ministry as well. And when I was applying, um, I also went to school in Austin and I student taught at three of the main districts in Austin. So there was a very good chance of me getting a job in Austin and the statistics and everything. Like I was well known because like when you have a degree at UT for education, you're pretty well known in the area. Um, Long story short, I had 20 interviews to Dallas and zero to Austin. So if that's not a sign from God, I don't know what is. Um, Ultimately, I took my first job offer. Um, However, this this um, school that I was student teaching at, if they um, if I waited till July, they told me they would have offered me a position as a kindergarten teacher because. They um, always have kindergarten openings in July, and that was in Austin. However, I feared not having a job right out of graduation and waiting till July just really curated a lot of fear of potentially failing and having to go back to my parents' house saying I don't have a job. And that fear ultimately triumphed my faith to believe that God would provide a job in Austin in July. So basically, I had to take that job in Dallas, and I felt like such a failure, disappointing all those that prayed alongside me to stay in Austin and serve in that church. I had a lot of shame and disappointment in myself for not waiting, but ultimately knew God had greater plans for me and will redeem my decisions. 
we fail daily. I failed this morning. I failed a few nights ago when I yelled at my mom. I failed yesterday when I cursed my job for stressing me out. Failure is consistent in the heart of a sinner. As a sinner, as a broken person, I recognize that I often dwell on failures and fears more than forgiveness and truth. My daily denials of Christ was another splash to his back when he was beaten and mocked. But the story has a happy ending. Um, The story of Peter has redemption. Jesus made a special point of forgiving and restoring Peter and recommissioning him as an apostle in John. And in John chapters 21, verse 15 to 17, it says, When they had finished breakfast, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? He said to him, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. He said to him, Feed my lambs. He said to him a second time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? He said to him, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. He said to him, Tend my sheep. He said to him the third time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was grieved because he said to him the third time, do you love me? And he said to him, Lord, you know everything. You know that I love you. Jesus said to him, feed my sheep. Peter denied Jesus three times, and Jesus gave three opportunities to redeem those three moments of denial. Just like Peter was recommissioned, God brought me to Dallas and used me to serve in house church ministry at Forest. His plan seemed so dim, but looking back, as I reflect, he redeemed my fears and turned it into something far greater than I imagined. My prayer is that we would not be ashamed of the gospel and that we would feel strengthened by it. We will fail to be patient with our loved ones, get angry at disobedience from our children and pets, be frustrated when we hurt those around us, and let the heat of the world distract us from the creator of the world. But let's not dwell on our daily denials, but find hope, truth, restoration, and empowerment by the gospel in knowing that Christ affirmed us perfectly to God and that through his death and resurrection, we are renewed every morning. And all failures are perfected and turned into win because Christ says on the the cross that it is finished. Please join me in prayer. Um... Father God, we thank you that although we fail in this life, although we fail in this world, we get to win in your kingdom. We get to win when we think about your glory, when we think about the cross. And Lord, the cross is enough. The cross gave us new life. It gave us hope. It gave us refuge. It gave gave us strength. And to each of us, it touches us very personally and differently. Lord, we're sorry, and we repent of all our denials, all our failures, all our brokenness, all our shame, all our sin. I pray that we would not dwell on any of those things, but we would dwell on the fact that we are created, perfected in weakness, and that our weakness is strength because our weakness is covered by the Lamb. Lord, although it's so easy to get caught up in life and it's so easy to get caught up in just what this world has tempted us with, 
I pray that we would not seek success from this world. We would not seek success from our loved ones, that we would not seek success from just those around us, but we would seek success in the kingdom and know that our treasures are not on earth, but our treasures are in heaven. Lord, thank you for this morning. I pray that all of our hearts are renewed and that um, you would just be with us for the rest of the day as well. We love you and pray all of this in your son's name. Amen.